Hashem, we are learning Bavakama Das Mem Gimel. We left off on Das Mem Gimel Amadalev, two lines from the top of the Amid. Quickly reviewing, the Gemara spoke out that Rabbi Akiva explaining why in Pasik Chavtes did the Torah repeat the words Isha Yisha when the parsha of an ox goring and killing a person begins in Pasik Chavches by a tam, by an ox goring a Isha Yisha. And there was no need for the Torah to repeat it when Pasik Chavtes speaks about an ox that's already a mud that's killing a person. To which Rabbi Akiva explained that's to teach you that an Isha is like an Ish, just like by an Ish, Nizakov liyorshov, by an Isha, Nizakeha liyorsheha. However, the Gemara explained that it doesn't mean that a husband does not inherit the wife's damaged assets because a husband, Yarshans, his wife, according to Rabbi Kiva, Midoiraisa. The Braisa is specifically speaking about Kaifir. Kaifir is something that's only going to be given to her after and because of her getting killed. And being that when it comes to Yerusha, there is a din that ain habal noitel beroi kibemuchzak. Something that she already possessed is something that the husband will inherit. Roi means that prospective assets, since they were only prospective, but they were not in her chazaka, they were not in her domain. That is something which the husband will not inherit. It was only on that, that Rabbi Kiva says in the Braisa, that nizokeha liyorsheha. Asked the Gemara from another Braisa, where it spoke about a man hitting a woman and caused her, God forbid, to abort her fetus. And the Braisa says that the Tsar and the Nezek goes to the wife. The May Veladois goes to the husband. Then the Braisa says that if the woman is no longer living, ain ho'isha. There also the Braisa says, quoting the words, noisenes liyorsheha, and the Braisa is not speaking about kreifer. The Braisa is speaking about nezakin, nezek and tsar, kasha, to which the Gemara answered, both Rabbe and Avnachman, that where did the Braisa say, when does the Braisa say, that tsar and nezek goes liyorsheha, goes liyorsheha, that's only when she was divorced. But if she would have been alive, Aside of Kaifir, which is only Ra'oi, then the husband is the one that Yarshans her. So now let's start off two lines from the top of the Amid. Amri, so they asked, if that's the case, if the Brais is speaking about a Grusham, is Nami Tiflaik with dies? Why did the Brais say that if the husband dies? So then, Noisin. Liyarshav, and the Bryce is specifically speaking about the Mevaladais. So Bishlemi, when the husband is alive, we understand that the husband inherits, he, he takes the entire Mevaladais because he's the husband. But now that the husband passed away, now that the wife and the husband are not married, so the Gemara, like, let's read inside Trace with Grusha, Nami, Tiflik, Mevaladais, because Alkodaitach, the Havamin of the Gemara's question is, the Loyik Rabalho Isha that the Pasuk that we read out from Rashi, the Pasuk in, the, in a few Pesukim before, that and one man hits a pregnant woman, and and the Torah says, So that is the words that we use to tell you that the Mevaladois goes to the Baal Ha'isha. So the, the one who asked the question had in the Havamina, that when is he called the Baal Ha'isha? 
only kisha isha tachtav, only when they're married. If they're no longer married, logic dictates that being that the man and the woman are equally partners in the creation of the child, that she should at least get a half of those the Mevaladis. So that's the Gemara's question. If she's divorced, why do we say that all of it go to the man, let her get half? Now, Gerusha, Namitif, like with Mevaladis, answers the Gemara, Amar that when we quoted the Pasik with the words, Baal Ha'isha, that the husband of the wife will be the one that gets, all of the Demevel Adais, it is not because he is currently married to her, but that's a Chiddush that the trader tells us that the husband, meaning the man who fathered the child, whether he's married to the woman or not, he, so to say, is the owner of the whole Demevel Adais. Hatreda Zichsa Demevel Adais meaning, even if they're not married, Afilu Baalel Biznus, since he is the Baal Ha'isha, if there are the Mevaladais, because someone caused her to lose her child, then all of it goes to the husband. And my Tamo, how do we know that? Not what's the reason for that, but how do we see that in the Pasik? Because Amar Kra, Kashir Yashis, Allah, Baal Ha'isha. Again, when there was Loyia Asain, and we learned yesterday, Amachlaikas, who does that refer to? Either it refers to Veloyia Asim to the woman, or Veloyia Asim to the man. But the, the Pasik says, as the husband of the woman shall cause to be assessed. And as the Rishonim speak out, the Pasik could have written, Kashir Yashis Olaf Ba'Allah. Ba'Allah would mean her husband. When the trader says Ba'al Ha'isha, which are extra letters that are only needed to tell you, it's not because he's married to her. But Ba'al comes from the root of Ba'al. Meaning the one that cohabited with the woman and caused her to get pregnant, he is the one that shall cause the assessment to happen because he is the one that fully owns the Mabel others. Now, the concept of Ein Habal, the concept of Ro'i and Muchzak that we are applying to the Kaifer that is owed to the woman's heirs is a concept that we find also when it comes to Dina Yerusha Bechlau, specifically when it comes to the Din that a Bechor takes Pishnayim. That means that when a father passes away, the Halachic Bechor gets an additional portion. So if the father had ten children, we don't divide the estate in ten, we divide the estate in eleven, and the Bechor gets two of those portions. Oh, now, what happens if when the father passed away there were things that were not yet in his estate? But they are halachically called ro'oi. They are prospective assets. But they were actually only collected after his passing. In that, the Bukhar does not take Pishnaim. He gets a portion like all the other brothers. How do we define the ro'oi when it comes to a Bukhar? So there's a machlekas between Rabbah and Abnachman. Now interestingly, over here, both Rabbah and Abnachman were the ones that explained that the reason why the Braisa says that Eid Ho'isha Neisenas Sheha, referring not to Kaifer, referring to Nezek, referring to Tzad, that's because she is divorced. And trying to point out that only because of that, asks the Gemara ben Noikma, Rabban of Nachman, they could have given a better answer. Why did we have to say she's divorced? Let her be married. And even if she's married, why doesn't Rabbah say that money was collected, as Rashi speaks out, when it comes to a din of Bukhar, if the father passed away with outstanding debts, people owe the father money. According to Rabbah, if money is going to be collected after the father's passing, the money is called 
Let's read inside the Rashi. As we learned in Pedication, which is above Basra, that money was collected. And even though the money was owed to her when she was still living, that the Rabbah holds that since the money that you are receiving is not the money that was lent, that money is only called Ro'i. And just like Rabbah holds, a Bukhar will not take the extra portion from Ma'ais because it's called Ro'i. So Pashat, say that yeah, a man was Mazak a woman, in the case of the Braisa, if he paid the estate money after her passing, that is where the Braisa says, because Rabbah Lashitase should call it Ro'i, which he calls it Ro'i when it comes to a Bukhar. And back in the Gemara, and Rav Nachman, why did Rav Nachman have to back up Rabbah? By saying that the Bryce is speaking about a woman who's divorced, why doesn't he say, Kigain, that you know what was collected after she passed away for her Nezek or Tzad, Shugavu Karka? That Rav Nachman holds that Karka is only called the Ra'oi. According to Rav Nachman, money payment is not called Ra'oi. And according to Rabba, karka payment is not called roi. Each one has a logic. Karka, you can say, since there is a lien on the karka, it's as if the karka was already in the possession. There is a logic. The same thing with money. Since money was lent and money was returned, money, even though it's not the same money, but it's the same thing. On my karka, money was lent and karka is returned. That's already different. So yes, boze, masha'ein boze. But why don't they apply it over here? Mamish l'shitasam. Do'ama Rabba, nothing more quotes. From Baba Basra, that Gobu Karka Yeshloi. Rab is the one that holds that you know where the Bukhar takes Pishnayim? Only if Karka is collected Rani exactly, because since there was a lien on the land when the father was still alive, it's considered the father was Muzak in it. Gobu Mois, according to Rabba Ainloi. Rab Nachman holds the opposite. Gobu Mois Yeshloi, because money was lent and money is returned. The same thing that was given is the same thing that's returned. So that's called Muzak. But Gobu Karka, since the father lent money, even though there's a lien on the land, he's not getting back the same type. So it's considered it was only Ro'oi. But since you have the concept of Ro'oi by Bukhar, which is, the, which is the same rule of how it works by a husband versus the wife, he's not a Noito. Ro'oi Kibbe Muchzak, why did we need Gerushon? Question to which the Gemara answers information. Rani that Omri, they answered that Hanamili, where do we have a machlaikis, both Rava and Avnachman? That's only a Lubnei Marava, That's only according to the opinion of the Chachamim. However, Kiyomri Hachi, here they are saying their opinion according to Rebbe. Rebbe holds that all debts, Mamish, what you said, since money is owed to the father, all of that is already considered Muhsak. We learned that also regarding Suba, very good. When there is a doubt, very good. By Mesechta Saita. Is she already considered the Muhzik in it, or is she only considered the Roy in it? Who's the Hamitzim Mechaveri? Very good. So coming back over here, the better answer, therefore, they felt the Kula all of Hanoim is the Braises speaking about Gerusha. But coming back to the Nakuda, that the Pasik Ish or Isham, Pasik Chavtes, is only telling you that Ma'ish, whatever, Nizak of Liyar 
af isha nizakeha liyosheha, it does not mean all of the nizakeha. It only means kaifer, which is the context of these psukim. Very good. Moving on. Says the Gemara. Two dots, that mem gimel. Amer Shimon ben Lakish. We're starting a sugya in which we will have ultimately a three-way machloikis amiroim. Shoir shehemis eshoevet shaloi b'kavana. Even though we mentioned this a few times, we will actually have this in the Mishnah in tomorrow in Daf Memdalat. But what is the din? If an ox killed an Evid unintentionally, and the din will be from the Mishnah in Daf Memdalat that the Tereshlakish doesn't need to quote, whenever an ox kills a person unintentionally, the ox is not put to death. That is a rule that's not being debated. That's a Tana. The question here is, that we know that aside of killing the animal that killed the human being, there is by an Evid, there is a fine on the owner of the ox to give to the owner of the Evid, 30 shkalim. And as we learned in Daphne Malaf, when the ox is a muad, as it says in the Mishnah, so says Reish Lakish, when the ox killed an Evid, in other words, the ox will not be put to death, there was no din of skila to the shore, then prater mishloishim shkalim. He links that the penalty of shloishim shkalim is only when the ox will be killed. If the ox is not killed, then you don't have to pay the shloishim shkalim. How does he, where does, how does he know that? Because Shenemar it says, kesef shloishim shkalim yitim l'adoinov, and it juxtaposed to it, smichus, it says, v'hashur yisakil. So from the juxtaposition, learns out Reish Lakish, Kozman Shashar Biskilam, when the ox is going to be killed, then Haba'olam Mishalmim Shleishim Shkalim, but Ein Hashar Biskila, Ein Haba'olam Mishalmim Shleishim Shkalim. That is the Shita of Reish Lakish. Unintentionally. We'll learn, we'll learn, we'll learn that in Nafnam Dalit. How do we define it? We'll see in Nafnam Dalit. You can see the Adim can testify from what happened. I mean, there are clear cases that it's so. Just like by a person. You know, a person is driving and, they, and the brakes doesn't work, God forbid, and, and they kill someone. You know, okay? That's when it's unintentional. Let's word it that way. An ox is running, didn't see, Adam Noah didn't see a person, and it gored into a person. It was unintentional. There was no kavan al-hazik. Now, Omar Rabba is going to repeat the same rule, not by shloishim, by an evid, but by kaifim. Same concept. Omar Rabba, Shoy Shemus has been Chayrin Shlevi Kavana, which by a Shoy killing a Ben Chayrin, that is the din again, that, that's the sugya that we're learning. Tam Shoy Yisakel. Muad, not only Hashoy Yisakel, but you gotta pay Kaifer. So if it killed unintentionally, and as we're gonna again learn in the Mishnah Daf Mem Dalit, the ox is not put to death, says Rabba, he links. If you don't put the ox to death, then you don't pay Kaifer. Patimi Kaifer. Shenemar. Because it says in these psukim, Hashur Yisakel, Vigamba Olav Yumov. And then it says the next pasuk, Im Kaifer Yushas Olav, etc. So again, it's juxtaposed, says, says Rabba, Kozman Shashur Biskilam, then Balam Baalim Mishalmim Kaifer, but Ein Hashur Biskilam, Ein Baalim Mishalmim Kaifer. Now, what about will Rabba hold like Rishlakish? Will Rishlakish hold like Rabba? We'll see that soon. But they both are speaking about different cases. They both use the smichos in the Torah to learn their din. Now before we discover, and as we will discover, just a heads up, that really Rabbah agrees with Reish Lakish, not the other way around. No, it's not only does Rabbah hold his din 
by Kaifer, Rabbah also holds the same din by the Shlesh Mishkalim to an Evid. And here we're going to learn a Gavaldik Echidosh and the Gemara. Something that we're up to that Gimel, we never learned yet something we'll learn today. Eisvei. So Eisvei Abayah. Abayah challenged Rabbah. And we'll see, it's Rabbah because Rabbah is the one that always holds that there is the link. Whenever there's no Skila, there is no Kaifer and there's no Kanas. And he asked him from a Mishnah. And we learned this Mishnah together in Subas. And the Mishnah says, Hamis, Shredi, Esplani. If a person, he is offering the information to Bezdin. He's the Maidan. And he's speaking about his ox, that's a Muad. As will become clear. And he says, my Muad ox killed so-and-so. Now, a Muad ox who kills, again, Shredi is Sakil, the owner has to pay Kaifer. Here, he was Maidan. Or if he says that my ox shoyri, or my ox killed, shoyri shalploini, the ox of someone else. So here there is a monetary aspect involved, which will be, if my ox killed an ox, that's normal nezik. But if my ox killed ploini, when the ox is a mod, then there's a kaifer payment. So says the Mishnah, then he will have to pay l'chura, by Shoyre shall Pliny pay the money. But he killed Pliny, Lahura payment means Kaifer. Now, one thing is clear that you cannot, as Rashi points out over here, kill the ox based on even the owner's admission that the ox killed. Because Kemisas Habalim, Kachmisas Hashoir, that's the words of Rashi, the Maimar Chazal. In other words, just like when a person admits to committing murder. You don't kill them. You have to have to aid them. A killing an ox, we said that out yesterday, and we're going to learn it again. We have to get used to it. That, the, so to say, the din toir against the ox has to be in the presence of the ox. You have to have to aid them. It's kemisas habaylam, kachmisas hashoy. The whole procedure that we need to kill a person, you need to kill an animal. And therefore, the owner admitting, again, there's no debate, the ox will not be put to death. The nefesh abahamas. Very good. But coming over here, Luchura, the Mishnah is saying, my love Kaifer. That's a question against Rabba. Rabba links Kaifer and the ox getting killed. Here the ox will not get killed because it's only his own admission. And here the Mishnah says, you pay Kaifer. So Rabba gives a Gaval de Kechidish. And we never learned this until now. Says Rabba Loi, that the meaning in this Mishnah of Mishalom al Piyatzmai is not Kaifer. So what is it? Damim. Anaya Mais. What's Damim? Rabba is usually saying the following. We know from all of these psukim that we're learning, the Torah is mechayev for the owner of an ox to compensate for the damage that his ox did. Why would killing another person be different? Until now, oh, until now we're learning that the Torah says that when the ox is a muad, you got to pay kaifer. Says Rabbi, yeah, wherever you don't pay kaifer, for example, in this case, so then there's a new thing, okay, don't pay kaifer. But at the end of the day, if my ox would have hurt another person, and he was worth $100 in a slave market, and now he's worth only 50 I got to pay 50 If my ox killed another person, he was worth 100 and now he's worth zero. So I damaged, there's, there's a financial part to it. I was mazik $100, pay the worth of the person. And as the Rishonim speak out, hold on. Kaifer, we learned, Dafnem, Achleikas Chachamim, Rabbi Shmuel, Benoi, the main Nizik, the main Mazik. According to Rabbi Shmuel, that Kaifer is the main Mazik. That's a complete different type of payment. Whenever there's a Chi of Kaifer, you pay your value. Whenever, according to Rabbi now, whenever you don't pay Kaifer, okay, you don't pay Kaifer, but you pay the Damim. Damim is the main Nizik. 
But even according to the Chachamim that hold that kaifer is the main nizak, Rashi speaks out, when Rabbah is saying a chiddish, that whenever you don't pay kaifer, you pay damim, it's going to be the same money amount, but it's going to be different. Because we want it to be different. If not, it's just a, a, a semantic game. If Rabbah said a chiddish, whenever you don't kill the ox, you don't pay kaifer. But if you don't pay kaifer, you pay damim, what is he telling you? So Rashi says like this, that when a person owns kaifer, they are motivated to get the money. And even in scenarios where al halacha, they don't pay because they don't have the money. So are, to, are they obligated to run after the money? You know, there's a big difference between a debt, someone lent me money, that I'm mamash to sell my furniture to pay it back, other payments. I owe the money, when I'll get it, I'll pay it. I can say it if it's done in. If I was mazik and I don't have the money now, I don't, I don't, if I taka don't have the money, then I'll pay when I have the money, however you define that. But when it comes to kapara, people want kapara. So there is a difference, even according to the opinion that says that kaifer is the main nizak, and here we're saying, you don't pay kaifer, pay damim, it will be the same number amount, but it's going to be, an, it's going to be a different type of payment. In a way, it's kapara, kapara In a way, well... Okay, so now that we heard this chiddush of Rabbah, that wherever there's no kaifer, there is damim, says the Gemara, Oy Vazoy, and Abayah is challenging Rabbi Gavaldik. In the same Mishnah, Subas, the Mishnah continues that if the owner of the ox is Moida, he's admitting that Hamis, Shoiri, Es Abdoi, Shalplainim. And again, the ox will not get killed. Kimisa Sabaylam, Kachmisa Sashoir, says the Mishnah. Because since we understand the 30 shekel that you pay to the owner of the Eved as a knas, and there's a rule, why the knas is potter, you were maida, you potter. But one second, if the Mishnah is not only speaking about koifer, here also the Mishnah should not only be speaking about the 30 shekel. If Rabbah is going to use his logic that wherever you don't pay koifer, you pay damim, Rabbah is going to use the same logic by an Eved. That if you don't pay the Swashim Shkalim, you should pay the Damim. The E Damim. Amailoi, why don't you pay? This is a great question. It's almost as a checkmate. So Rabbi says, Amalei. Rabbi tells Abaya, listen, I'm not changing my position. The Smichus made Rabbi understand, and you see from the question, that Rabbi not only applies the Smichus for Kaifer, Rabbi agrees to Reish Lakish. That, that there is no. That there is no. Uh, there's, there's no knas by an Eved when the ox is not put to death, but we want to apply the same din, there should be damim. So Rabbi says, Really, I can answer you that that in the Sefer you will pay the damim. And when the Braitha says, it only means that the knas is not paid al piyatzmai. And in the Reisha, when it says that you do have to pay, the Reisha is not speaking about Kaifer, and the Reisha was speaking about Damim. I don't want to give you that Doichik, which is a huge Doichik. However, I will tell you, So I'm going to tell you, let's first make the Reisha work. The Braisa, when it says in the Reisha, it's only speaking about Damim. Because according to Rabbah, you don't pay Kaifer because the ox is not getting killed. And the question is, if that's the case, just like you pay Damim when you don't pay Kaifer, why don't you pay damim in the, this case of the Mishnah when you don't pay the knas of the Shloshim Shkalim? So turning to that from Gimelamid base, so Miu uh, says, Rabba, like this, Ben Chayrin, 
when it comes to an ox killing a ben chayrin, the mishalim kaifer al piatzmoi, that there is one scenario that you'll pay kaifer al piatzmoi. We'll find out where that case is. So therefore, before we speak out the case, since there is a scenario where you pay kaifer al piatzmoi, so even when you won't pay kaifer al piatzmoi, at least pay damim al piatzmoi. But when it comes to the 30 shkolem of a knas of an evid, that there is never a scenario that you paid al piyatzmai, as we'll see, there is never a case. So there, you don't pay damim. There is no damim by evid. Now, where will be the case that you pay khaifat al piyatzmai? Again, according to Rabbo, an ox, you only pay khaifat when you kill the ox. You can only kill the ox when there's edim. Kemisa sabaylam, kemisa sashayr. So how can you have a case? The Heikidami, so Rabbi discovers a Gavaldiki case. The E Osi Sadi. If you have witnesses and Vasidu Bay and they testify regarding the ox, the cattle that had killed the person. However, the Loyadi, we don't know if the ox of the Mazik was a Tamur Amuat, which means the ox will get killed because you have Adam. You don't know if he's going to pay Kaifer or not because you don't know if the ox is a Tamur Amuat. Now, the owner is admitting, my ox is a muad. This is a case that you will pay kaifat al piyatsmai. Over there, the mishalom kaifat al piyatsmai. Because the ox will be killed. So you can, you can charge kaifat. So back over here, even though in the Mishnah Subas, we're not speaking about a case of Adam. And the ox will not get killed. And therefore, kaifat will not be paid. Nevertheless, still, Chiddush is Mishalem Damim. Nabba sticking to his Chiddush. You don't pay Kaifer, you're no different than any other Mazik. And if you're Moida that your axe did Nezek, you pay for the Nezek, you got to pay for the Nezek of the death. However, Gabe Eved, that there is never a case, why is that? Because Moida Biknas Pater, forget about the juxtaposition that you have to have misas of the shoyr. Aside of that, 30 shekel is knas, moidebe knas potter. So what will be a parallel case? That you never pay al piyatsmi even if the ox is put to death. This case, to also edim vasidu bei the kotel. Witnesses come and say that your ox killed an evid. However, and as we learned in the Mishnah Daf Mem Aleph, that when an ox is a tam and it kills an evid, you don't pay any of the 30 shkolem. You don't pay the 30 shkolem, you don't pay half of the 30 shkolem. The din of 30 shkolem is only by a mud. So the same thing, the ox is going to be put to death. Whether you pay 30 shkolem or not, we don't know. And Ba'omar Mari, and the he comes and he says, Mu'ad hu. Even in this case, you don't pay the knas. Al piyatsmai. Because, might be knas butter. So therefore, since there is never a case that you pay the knas al piyatsmai, Azaz Fara, in the case of the Mishnah Subas, where there's no Adim, so the ox won't be put to death. Here also, not only do you not pay the 30 potter, but also Lemishalam Damim. Good. But there is Damim in the place of Kaifer. Shitas Rabba. Says the Gemara Mosev Rabbi Yishmuel Barab Yitzchak Terabo. It says in Abraiso, Koil Shechayev Beben Chayden Azarul. Wherever an ox will be obligated when it kills a ben chayrin. In all cases, chayiv be'evit. You'll be chayiv when it comes to the ox killing an evid, bein be'kaifer, 
Bein Bemisa. Now one second. Says the end, end of Braisa. Asks the Gemara, Koifer bi Ebed Mi'ika. Lucho'ura, when the Braisa used the words Koifer, it didn't mean Koifer. That they are always alike. Because by an Ebed, there's never Koifer. So Lucho'ura, we're speaking about Damin. That we are saying, a proof from the Braisa, that there's a concept called Damin. And a Ebed and a Koifer are the same. They go by the same rules. So we're back to the question. So if you don't want to give me the Doichik answer, Regarding the Mishnah Ksubas, that Reisha is speaking about Domim, and the Sefer is speaking about Kanaz, well, have, I'm back to my question. If the Mishnah Ksubas is speaking about Domim, then why don't you pay Domim? I'll pay by an Evet. And the Braise here says they are the same. Answers the Gemara Amre, they answered in Yeshiva. Ikeda Amri, some people say, who might have loved him with Adekwa? That Rav Shmuel by Yitzchak himself gave the answer. Other people say that he didn't give the answer, but Rabba defended his position. And Hachiktani, and they clarified the meaning of the Braisa. What is the Braisa saying? We're limiting the rules of the Braisa. Alpi Edim, Koifer, wherever an ox killed a person, the normal case, there was intention. You have Edim which is the case of the Torah in which not only do you kill the ox, you have to pay koifer. So in such a case, chayb eved beknaz, which means you have to have edim, that an ox killed an eved bekavana, and the ox is going to get killed, here is where you pay the 30 shkolem. However, the koil shechayb ben chayden, shuloi bekavana al damin, yeah, let's agree, he's agreeing to this concept of damin, wherever you have a case where an ox killed, shuloi bekavana. Shuloi bekavana automatically means chevre, that there was no Misa Sashoir, there was no Kavana. However, you have Edim, that's the key, you need to have Edim, because why are you Chayv Damim? So we're not speaking about a case when you're Maida, because when you're Maida, you're going to be potted from everything. So you don't, you don't need to have the Maida. You have Edim that say that an ox killed Shaloi be Kavana. What will be the din according to Rabbah? What was his Chiddush? Even though the ox is not put to death, and Rabbah Lishitah say when the ox is not put to death, you don't pay Kaifer. But you have Adam that say that an ox killed someone, pay the value of that person. You pay Damim. In such a case, by an Evid, also, Shaloi Bekavana, but I'll pay That's the key. You don't need his admission. There also, there's a concept of Damim. However, when you're Maida, when you're Maida, there won't be Damim. By Maida. So the Mishnah in Ksubis works. Because the, the parallel relation and the Sefer are both speaking about a case, it's speaking about Damim. And the Mishnah Ksubis is when you're Maida. And Taka by Maida, because of this logic, by Maida you don't pay Damim. But the Braisa, which is equating Evet to Kaifer, is also correct. Because Lerabah, there is this concept of Damim also by an Evet. But where? We have Adam. Why do you have to pay Damim? If you have Adam, pay the Shleshim Shkolem. Because the Adam are saying that the ox killed Shalai Bekavana. And Rabbah is making, like Reish this comparison that wherever you don't kill the ox, then you don't pay the Shleishim Shekolem. You don't pay the Shleishim Shekolem, but you got to pay Damim. So there is a concept of Damim, both by an Evid and by Kaifer. However, never I'll pay Atzmai by, by, by an Evid. But yes, I'll pay Atzmai by the din of Kaifer. Amalei Rabbah, Rabbah is challenging Rabbah, because Rabbah gave a Chiddush here. That, you know, when there's no Kaifer, there's no Kaifer. No, when there's no Kaifer... But you're loigarua from any nezek. And now we said by Evid also, in certain cases, that even when I'm not going to be chayv to pay the 30 shkolem, i got to pay the damim. If Aiden said that my axe killed the Evid Shalabi Kavana. Now that's a big thing, because by the way, the Evid can be worth more than 30 shekel. 
And here, all of a sudden, I don't pay the 30 shekel, I'm going to pay the value of the Evid. So ask Surava Taraba, we learned on that field regarding Eish, Eish, we learned that you're not Chayv Kaifer by Eish. If a person lit fire without intent to kill anyone, but the fire spread, and you're Chayv to pay for the damages. But if it killed a person, there's no Kaifer, we learned that on that field. Why don't we say that if there are Adim that can testify to that, Nishalem Damim? Taka, there's no kaifer, but you're telling me a chiddush, whenever there's no kaifer, it has a fine, pay, pay, pay for the value of a life. Right. Why don't you say that? Yeah. Now, one second. U- that's, yeah, but regardless. One second. And who Taka says that Rabbah, how do you know that you don't pay? Maybe you do. Taka. No kaifer, but whenever there's no kaifer, you pay damin. If you understand that that is shita because of the Mishnah that we learned together, that there was a stack of grain. And when the person burnt, it didn't only burn the stack of grain, but there was a gdi, there was a, a goat that was bound near the stack of grain, and there was an evid that was nearby, but that was not bound. Remember that? That's the whole din, that even though that my fire, God forbid, burnt the evid, since the evid was not bound, he should have ran away. So the and they all got burned. So the Mishnah says meaning I'm chayiv for the for the grain and for the gdi. That's the chayiv, not for the evet. However, says the Mishnah, if evet was bound and the gdi was not bound, the goat was only nearby. And the nisravimai over there we say potter. The havamin of the potter is I'm potter for the evet and the gdi. For a stack of chayiv. Why my potter for the why my potter for the eved? Because since I did not have kavana, that's the whole day, and that there's no kaifer. Oh, the chiv of the eved would have been uh, thirty shekel. Right, right. The chiv for the gedi is the gedi. The gedi should have ran away. That's the havamid of the understanding. The gedi was not bound, so I don't have to pay for the gedi. You don't have to pay for the eved because by age when you didn't intend to kill, then you don't have to pay for human life. So, Lachur, you see from over there, that there is no Damim. So, if that is the proof, so the Gemara says, that's no proof. Ha'amad Eishlakish, that the whole case of Ebed Kafus Lai, Ugedi Samach you're putter from everything. That's the Taich. And why are you putter from everything? Remember that? Because, come lay with the and, and the case is that the person intentionally killed the Ebed, he burned the Ebed. She hates his, and whenever you murder, you chayiv misas beizdin, and therefore you are putted for the eved, for the gedi, and for the stack. The kamle b'derabamine. So that's why you putted on everything. You don't prove anything from that mishnah. The Ella, but the question is still mahadatanya. We're going to prove from Abraisa that we don't say damin by age. The tanya chaymer by age mi baboir ev shoha age muedes leechol bein davar haroyeloi bein davar shein royeloi that I'm chayiv to pay for the nezek of my age. Whether it burns something that H normally burns, or if my H burns something that it normally does not burn, what does that refer to? Remember, if it burns a plowed field, the fire was so strong that it scorched the, the top of the field, and you have to replow it. Or if it scorched stones. So even though it's something unusual, you have to pay for the damage. That a, a field or a stone doesn't fall into a bird and get damaged. How the, the end of Braiso asks, the Gemara, the Ilu, 
The Bryson doesn't tell you that there is another difference between Eish and Boyd, that by Eish, even where you're not going to be Chayev for Adam, because Shoyed Veloy Adam, if we're going to apply the concept of Damim, well, you're Chayev for Damim. I'm sorry, I'm sorry if I cared. That bird, by bird you say, by bird there is no din of damim. That's clear because the trader says you're not chayiv to pay for a person that died. But if you're going to hold that by ace, you are chayiv to pay at least damim. So there's another difference. So the Gemara says that's also not a question. And we learned that before. Because this b'raisa was ton of ishiyah. The b'raisa left other things out when we went back and forth that one has more than the other. So what is the question against Rabba? So clarifies the Gemara, we're not asking on Rabba. El Rava gufei mi Rava is inquiring that And we learned from that feud that whenever a person starts a fire and he did not intend to kill a person, but it killed a person, there is no kaifer. You, Rava, made a chiddish now that whenever you don't pay kaifer, you got to pay damim. I wonder, is that only by a shoy? Or is it also by Yesh? Me by by Eish, me Mishalom Domim Eloi. Me Amrinan, do we say that Gabashoir, who it is only by Yashor that we say that the Kavana Mishalom Kaifer, and Shalai be Kavana, you have to pay Domim. Avalishoi, since if you burn someone be Kavana, Ulai Mishalom Kaifer, why not? Because come lay with the Rabamine, so maybe Shalai be Kavana Nami, Ulai Mishalom Domim, Oi Dilma, Kivin, the Gabashoir, Shalai be Kavana. Even though you don't pay kaifer, you still have to pay damim. Maybe the logic applies to ish. Gabe ishenami afal gav the bekavon le mishalom kaifer. Nevertheless, shalay bekavon le mishalom damim. That was the question that the Rava asked, and the Gemara says veloy yideinon. Interesting, because we didn't know what shitas rabe is, and that question remains unanswered. Okay, so where are we up to chevrim? We are up to Rabba, who learned the same limud of reishlakish. Reishlakish spoke about the thirty shekel. Rabbi spoke about kaifer. Rabbi says that whenever the ox does not get killed, juxtapose smichus, you don't have to pay kaifer. However, Rabbi says, kaifer nisht, but damim yes. Now let's move on. So we had Rishlakish that spoke about Evid. We have Rabbi that spoke about kaifer. And now we have a third opinion, which is Rabbi Yechanan. Ki osi rabdimi om Rabbi Yechanan. Kaifer. We're going back to the psukim that we read out in the last two daf. We're going back to Parshas, Mishpatim, Perik, Chav Aleph. So Pasig Chav Ches spoke about Atam. Pasig Chav Tes spoke about a Muad. Pasig Chav Tes ends with the words that Hashari Yisakal Vegamba all of Yumas. And Vegamba all of Yumas because the ox was a Muad. And then Pasig Lamed begins with the words Im Koifer Yushas Allah Venasan Pidyanashi. Now the word Im is extra. The trader could have said after. Gamba all of Yumas, that really the owner has to be put to death. Koifer Yushasalov. But Koifer can be assessed and he can give Pidye Nafshi. So Rabbi Yechinen says the trader could have began Pasik Lamed with the word Koifer. Why did the Pasik begin with the words Im Koifer? It's an extra word. Ah, Im means Lerabois Koifer Shaloi Bikavana Kikoifer Bikavana. So here Rabbi Yechinen disagrees with Rabba's juxtaposing, juxtaposition, Rabbi Yechiran clearly holds that even when the ox killed Shaloi B'Kavona and the ox will not be put to death, like we learn in the Mishnah of Dalid, nevertheless, Koifer has to be paid. It's not linked. The ox is not killed, Koifer is paid. Amalei Abaya, one second. Abaya asked Rabbi Yechiran, you are disagreeing with what Rabba said. 
What about with the din of Reish Lakish? That learned also from a smichus. Whenever the ox is not put to death, you don't pay the 30 shekel kesef. You disagreed with Rabbah based on the extra word im. L'cho'ura, you have the same extra word im, my evet. Amalei abaya el ma'ata evet nami. Evet is in Pasuk Lamed Beis. The Pasuk says that im, evet, then you have to pay 30 shekel. Now here also, l'cho'ura, the trader could have began the Pasuk with the words evet. Why do we say im eva evet yigachashar? Is that also l'rabbis evet shalei b'kavona? Kevet b'kavona? L'cho'ura, you should hold that we don't link the Misas Hashoid to the paying of the 30 shekel. Do you hold so? But how can you hold so? And if Shitaka will say that you always pay the 30 shekel, even if the ox killed the Evachalai Bekavana, Upa, but Eshlakish said otherwise. Hamer Eshlakish, Shoir Shehemus says so Evachalai Bekavana. That was the beginning of the Sugya. Patrim in the Shalom Shlesh Mishkalam. So Amalei, Gabra, Gabra, Koranis. Ha, you're challenging Rabbi Echanan who from Eshlakish. No, Reish Lakish holds, they are linked. And Eina Hanami, that Rabbi Yechanan, just like he uses the Im Kaifer to learn that you always pay Kaifer, by the Eved also, Rabbi Yechanan learns from the Im Eved, that you have to pay the 30 shekel kesef to the owner of the Eved, even when the ox that killed did Shalei Bekavana, and the ox won't get killed. Rabbi Yechanan disagrees both with Rabbi and with Reish Lakish. Says the Gemara, that's Takazoi. He also, Ravin, when Ravin came from Eretz Yisrael, he clearly is quoted in the name of Rabbi Yechanan, the same limud that Eved, Pasek Lamed Beis, could have began, that Eved, Yigach HaShoyer, why did the Torah say, Im Eved, that's the same thing, L'Rabois Eved, Shuloi B'Kavona, Ke'Eved B'Kavona. Now, okay, the Shlokish had a smichus, but what does the Shlokish do with the Im Eved? Well, the Shlokish Nami Neymo, that mid the Eved, in Eved, like daughter, one second. So now the Gemara is saying, obviously, the Shlokish did not learn anything from the Im Eved. So if he did not learn anything from the Imma Evet, will Reish Lakish also not learn anything from the Im Kaifer? Meaning, will Reish Lakish agree to Rabbah as Rabbah agrees to Reish Lakish? Says the Gemara, me the Evet, Im Evet, Leidarish. Do we say that Reish Lakish also Kaifer, Im Kaifer, Nami Leidarish? Will Reish Lakish agree with Rabbah? So they said, Nisht. Reish Lakish is a Talmud of Rebbe he understood that the im should be adding a case. However, the shlakish disagreed when you, you do so. Don't forget like this, that in Mishpatim, Perik Chav Aleph, Pasek Chav Ches, Chav Tes, Lamed, Lamed Aleph, we're all speaking about a shoyr that killed the Ben Chayrim. Tam is Pasek Chav Ches. Then you have Pasek Chav Tes, the shoyr became a muad. We're speaking about the same concept. Then Pasek Lamed continues, that im koifer yushas Aleph, since we're speaking about the same case, the word im was not necessary. And being that the trader did write im, he agrees with that. So he does not agree with the, with the, with the, he does not agree with Rabbah. And he holds that no, that even where the ox won't get killed, Koiferi is going to have to pay from the extra im. He says by the Pasek Lamed Beis, when the Pasek begins, in Eved Yigach we are changing the whole topic. We are going from an ox killing a Ben Chayden to an ox killing a Eved. So there the trader needed to write Im. Im is like, now there's a new case. So that Im is not extra. 
So that im doesn't circumvent the smichus. So he only argues by the Eved, but not by Kaifer. It says, Eved, im Eved, loy darish. Kaifer, im Kaifer. He will agree with Rabbi Yechanan. He will disagree with Rabbi. Umaishna, why is there a difference? Eved, im Eved, loy ksiver, rakam tashlumin. We're not speaking about the same topic. Up until now, we're speaking about an Eved killing a Ben Chayren. We're calling this tashlumin. And, and Pasik, the whole Pasik Lamed is in the same topic. It's Mamash Ahemshech. The Pasuk Haftas finishes that if the animal is a muad, so first of all, Hashar Yisakal, the Gamba all of Yumas. And Mamash Ahemshech. And then the, the Pasuk right away continues that don't take the all of Yumas literally, that Im Koifer Yushas Allah, don't kill the owner of the ox, the Nasan Pidyanafshe. So that's the word Im is taka extra. So it's adding something. By Im Evan, it's a new topic. It's no longer killing a Ben Chayrim and paying, uh, paying for Tashlum and paying Koifer. Now a whole new case, and there's a knas payment. Kaifer, im kaifer, ksivakam tashlumen. So bekitzer, reish lakish holds kaifer is paid for unintentional. He only, disagree, he only holds that the 30 shekel is not paid when the ox is not going to get killed. Rabba holds in both cases, if the ox is not killed, not kaifer is paid, nor the 30 shekel is paid. But don't forget that there's a chiddush that Rabba holds, that in the cases where you don't have to come to the person's own admission, like there were two Adim that testified that the ox killed unintentionally, even though the ox will not get killed, and Koifer and Shlesh Mishkalim will not be paid, Rabbi was Mechadosh, Damim is paid. And here you have Rabbi Echanan that disagrees with both cases, that no matter if the ox will get killed or not, independent, Koifer has to be paid. Shlesh Mishkalim has to be given. That ends the sugya. Let's go on. So now we are up to before he ended on the two dots. Vechein, bebein, vechein, bebaas. The Gemara is quoting the Mishnah. The Mishnah is quoting a pasuk, pasuk Lamed Aleph. There the Torah says, im bein yigach, im bas yigach. The Torah is telling you that even if the victim is a minor, all of the dinam apply. Meaning, side the ox has to be put to death. It killed a human being, even though the human being was a minor, and that if the ox was a muad, that the owner has to pay. Kaifer says the Gemara Tana Rabbanan. We learned in Abraisam, Oi bein yigach, Oi bas yigach. The whole pasuk is teaching you lechayiv al haktanim kigdoylam. That if the ox killed a cotton, the cotton is like a gadol. Period. Asks the Braisa, why? It's a whole pasuk. Why did we need a pasuk to tell you that you have to pay? Kaifer, where the ox has to get killed on minors like an adult, I would have known it by myself from a din. And here we're asking two reasons why we would have known it. Number one, says the Braisa, We know that a man who, God forbid, kills another man. The killer, the murderer, is liable. And we'll see in a moment, there's no difference who the victim is. And v'chiyev shor ba'adam. And here in this parasha, the trade is telling you that the owner of the ox is liable if one's ox kills a human being. Ma'kish v'chiyev adam ba'adam. Loishma ben k'tanim ben g'daylam. No matter which life was taken, even if it was a ben yoymai, then the murder is murder. There's no difference. So af, we should know on our own that that when the trade tells you that you're responsible for what your ox does, not only for damage, but also for killing, which is the holding of Kaifar, like Tacha, like, we on our own wouldn't have differentiated bin Ketanim Ligadolim. 
that the, that the owner of the ox is always liable to pay kaifer who needed the pasik. So first of all, that's like a, they're, they're equal. And more than that, now we have a din, which means a kalvachaymer. Kalvachaymer who? Uma adam ba adam. When it comes to men between men, shaloy also boik tanim kigadoylim. That if the murderer, if the reitzeach is a cotton, Rashi says, there he will not be held liable. So there is no difference regarding the victim, but when it comes to the killer, as a rule, a cotton is pater mina mitzvah. He's not a ben anshin, not a bar anshin. Nevertheless, he gave by But if the victim is a minor, then the murderer is going to be chayev. Turning to the Afmem Dalla, look at this Kalvachaymer. Shoyn ba'adam. When an ox is the one that does the killing, look at this logic. We don't find a differentiation as to how old was the ox for the ox to get stoned. And as Rashi brings the Pasik, that the Torah calls an ox ben yoyma yashoyr. Look inside the Rashi. I'm reading inside Rashi. If a baby ox that killed a person, he is just like a shirt god. How do you know that? Right? For eight days it should be under its mother, that a carbon is only after eight days. But it's called a shirt. So since Shor Ba'adam back in the Brais on top of the first line of the Afmem Dawid, is Din that if the victim is a cotton, it should be no difference than a gadol. So why did we need the whole Oy Beinigach, Oy Basigach? We never would have thought otherwise. Answers the Brais Aloi, you wouldn't, you might have made a mistake and thought that if an ox kills a minor human being, there is no din of kaifer. Why? Im Omrat, Adam Ba'adam, without a Pasik, you're coming with a Kalvo I would have refuted the Kalvo And I would have argued, you know why by Adam Ba'adam, there is a difference between a cotton and a Gadol? That's because when an Adam is the Mazik, not only does he have to pay for Nezek, but there are other four obligations, Shekein, Chayev, Barbad, Varim. In other words, a total of five, Nezek and four things. So in order to be Machayev, the Mazik, we want for the Mazik to be a Gadol. So that's why we differentiate between a cotton and a gadol. But toimer b'shoir, that when a shoir does damage to begin with, the trade is more lenient. You're not chayiv on the additional four devarim. The owner of the ox is only chayiv for nezek. So not only don't you have a kavuchayim, but I would say the opposite. You see that the trade is more lenient by the owner of the ox. The owner of the ox is only liable to pay for nezek. Not for the other tsar, ripu, shevis, and boishes. And maybe I would have thought that just like the trader, so to say, is lenient on the owner of the ox, that he doesn't pay anything other than Ezek, he doesn't pay the other Abadvarim, maybe we would have thought that if the ox killed a human being, you don't pay Kaifer. It's Gavaldic. Especially if Kaifer is the main Mazik. You're not paying for your damage. We don't find that the owner of the ox is Chaif to pay anything other than Nezek. So maybe if the victim is a minor, we might have thought otherwise. That's why Talmud Leimer, we did need the Pasik, Oi ben yigach, oi bas yigach, lechayiv alaktanim, that if the victim is a minor, that the owner of the ox is chayiv kigdoilim, chayiv meaning, is chayiv to pay kaifer. Let's also speak out that we spoke out a few days ago, that according to Taisvis and the Rajba, that there's also a machloik as tanoim, whether you pay by a tam, half a kaifer. And uh, there was the Taisvis learns that Rabbi Yisai Aglili, Bala Shornaki, he used it for something else because he holds that there is a half a kaifer. In other words, there's always a chiyuv, according to a certain tanoim, to pay money. 
And that trader is telling you that he has to pay money is even if the even if the victim is a minor and you didn't do the killing. The ox did the killing. We'll leave it up in the middle of the brisa and Mirza Shem will continue in the next year.